Good morning and happy Monday, my friend. Today is going to jump off with a bang. We are going to dive directly into what you should do immediately to stop the bleeding in your business. So what does that mean, right? Stop the bleeding in your business. Well, what, what's even bleeding mean? Right? Are you bleeding out time right now? Are you wasting a bunch of time on things that aren't valuable? Are you bleeding out cash because you have employees that might be stagnant or you're wasting marketing efforts? Are you bleeding out resources because you're not tracking them? All these things can be true inside your business no matter what size business that you own or what you're doing about it. But oddly enough, I'm not going to talk about any of that stuff today. It's not that important. I'm going to talk to you about the bleed out that's happening from being stuck in a place of scarcity. You see, growth requires some some times to be a little uncomfortable. Right in the, the conversation about being comfortable, getting uncomfortable, or get comfortable being uncomfortable, whatever the, that terminology is, while there might be great benefit in that, right, what does that even mean? I don't know you ever get comfortable being uncomfortable. I think you get familiar with it. I think you can get somewhat used to the feeling at the top of the roller coaster when your stomach's about to sink because you don't know what's going to happen next. I think you can become more aware that whatever is coming is also going. Right? It's not going to stay forever. But that doesn't ultimately change the fact that that level of being uncomfortable will still exist. So what do we do about it? Well, to me, you lean into it, right? And you lean into it in a way that will eventually yield benefits on the backside. And how do you know if it's going to lead, have benefits on the backside? And that's a logical question. One you might be asking right now. Well, to me, it's you look for people that have had success because success always seems to leave clues. Now, I believe completely in things now that I would not have believed in even a year and a half ago, maybe even a year ago, right? My entrepreneurial growth trajectory has not been linear, right? It's, it's been that atypical meme that goes around that like it's a squiggly line that's going all over the page because a year ago I would have been trapped in the scarcity mindset, even though I was talking about abundance was, man, I can't give away information on the podcast because if I do that, who's going to want to work with me? Who's going to ever spend their hard-earned money if they can get it for free? Well, that's a logical question, right? That was an okay mindset for me to have, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that if you share the same mindset. But let's be honest for a second. There is so much noise in every marketplace and so many people being self-proclaimed leaders and, and brilliant entrepreneurs and brilliant motivational speakers, and I've got all this stuff all figured out. I feel like everywhere I turn on social media, there's just this proliferation of pontification of greatness. And I love that people are self-assured. It's incredible, right? I didn't have that for the majority of my life. Ask yourself right now, how self-assured are you really? When does that doubt creep in? 
How often does it creep in and why does it show up? How long does it stay for? What would be worth to you to not have that be there? See, I had to ask myself those same questions. And realize, man, if I'm doubting myself from, as I call it now, just shipping it, right? Just sending it to the market, seeing what happens. That it could cost me ten, fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 a week. That's probably on the low side. Right, sitting here holding information close to my chest, not wanting to share it with you in complete openness because I'm afraid that if I do that, you won't come to me. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That whole idea is preposterous to me. Now, there's also the polarizing side of that, which I have shared before, that people don't inherently respect free things. And while I still believe that to be true, as I look at this show or the information you can get from me socially, I very rarely ask something of you in return. Because I feel like that's a very long walk off of a very short cliff. And it changed for me, as I said, about a year ago. And it's just like, why am I holding on to all this? Right? I shared yesterday on Sunday Secrets the overarching, what I call 100 in 10 system. How do I get you 100 leads for your business in 10 days or less? The 110 works. Right, The LinkedIn strategy that I have works. There's a bunch of things that I know how to do that work very, very well that don't cost an arm and a leg. I've shared with it before. If you're a business owner, one of the things you're worried about is leads. If you're a salesperson, one of the things you're worried about is leads. So why don't I just teach you how to get leads? Because I know on the backside, there's still a lot more to life than just leads. And if I give you one trick, right, one little ace that I have up my sleeve, I can guarantee I have three or four more. And if I look at the Pareto principle, right, 20, the 80-20 rule, 100 of you are listening, right, you're with 99 of your friends right now. You're riding around in a tremendously large van. I guess it would have to be a bus. And you're all listening to the show for whatever the reason would be. Out of that, you hear these strategies and 80 of you will never step into something with me. That's okay. Would your life get better if you implemented it? 100%. But 20 of you have heard this and feel curious or even compelled to step into something greater. Well, you're the ones I want to work with anyways. You're the ones I want to work with because you think the same way that I do. Or I never know when that stroke of brilliance is going to hit you on the back of the head. Maybe this is the message that does it for you. See, I've also found that in business... It's great if I give you something, but if you're not held accountable to achieving it, you're still running your own patterns in the background. Let's not kid ourselves. You probably get up at give or take the same time, go to bed at give or take the same time, eat give or take the same good or bad food, use give or take the same business strategy, and somehow you magically are expecting this wand to come in, wave over your head three times, and abracadabra, more money. It's not going to happen. Not that way. It takes clarity, it takes systems, it takes scale. And it takes, for all of us, someone to tap us on the backside 
and say, keep going. To check in when we get lost. You see, there's a handful of things that I know that every entrepreneur, every business owner, all of us need. We all need it. None of us are impervious from this. We all need a plan that we trust and believe in. Ideally, one that we help structure. Then we need the tools to execute the plan because if we help structure the plan and we bought into the plan, we know it's going to take some tools to pull it off. Then the third thing, the most important thing, is we need a way to get help from someone that's been there before. Because I can give you the plan and we can design the strategy and and lay out all the tools. But if you don't have someone to call and ask when times get tough, you're going to resert result back to your old patterns. You're going to revert back to them. And you're not alone. I do the same thing. That's how we're wired. And it's the acceptance that that's how we're wired that when you begin to accept it, you can change through it. So that's why I say over and over again, you're not supposed to have all this stuff figured out. I don't have it all figured out. I still have coaches and mentors helping me. There's nothing wrong with that. I actually think the opposite. I believe everything is right with that. But I believe that comes from a place of just sharing openly with transparency. Where I'm not claiming to have every ninja insider secret into lead acquisition figured out. So instead of claiming to have it figured out, I pay people to teach me new stuff. I test it and see if it works for me and then I roll it out to you. And then I add some of my own tweaks to it, right? I'm testing something right now inside the company where you come through, you become a, a lead somewhere, right? For something, right? You, you take a, advantage of a, a PDF or download some sort of resource. Don't care if you're ready to work with me or not. It's not important. What is important is that I figure out a way to get a handwritten letter into your mailbox so you can see the sincerity of how much it means to me that you spent time with me and that in that same handwritten letter, that comes in your mailbox, you also have a manila envelope that has a very nice PDF, right? It's really a little book that teaches you things in depth that you can apply immediately, right? That you can do today. The book comes, you take them home, you do it today inside your business and something changes. I don't know if it's going to work or not. I think it's incredibly cool. I think if I signed up for a Facebook group and somehow magically then I got a piece of mail with a handwritten letter from the owner of the group, plus like a, hey, I think you might also need this just because. And the just because doesn't have some sort of cheesy, but there's more if you spend money with me, it just gives it to you. I think that's worth the extra seven to 10 bucks a person. I think it's worthwhile because I'm convinced if I outgive everybody that Instead of having that scarcity mindset that keeps most of us trapped, the opposite ends up happening. It's a true life of abundance. Because there's going to be ways for the right people to reach out and work with you, I guarantee it. But all that's going to come from you getting out of your own way. See, what it took for you to get to where you're at right now will not be what is required to get you to where you want to arrive to. It just doesn't work that way. And so maybe you're like me and you pick up a bunch of books and you read them. That is a wonderful step number one. I call step number one because if you don't apply it, right, if you don't take notes and then go test it for a while and try to implement it, and I say try because 
let's be real, you're not being held accountable, sometimes it gets pretty sticky to try to implement new things. You're probably going to revert back to the old ways and say the book didn't work. Or you're going to be sitting around right, talking to your friends like, I read this great book, it's so impactful, it's amazing. Friends look at you, oh yeah, what you learned? One copy that sells, I learned the pastor process, right? Person pain, amplification, story, testimonial, offer, reframe. And someone is chatting with you and they pull up your, your post, right? And they pull up your sales letter. I say, yeah, well, you learned it, but you're not implementing it anywhere. And your face gets red and you talk it out. You talk it into the corner, right? Like, well, you see, that's an old page and these other things happen. And we get into the justification mode. Because it's sexy to say you know something, but it's not as sexy to say you implemented it or that you failed trying to implement it and you didn't have somebody to turn to to help you get back on track. Now, oddly enough, I'm not going to pitch you into coming along some path to have me help you. You know I'd like that. I would love that. You join the Mindset Matters group that meets on Wednesday or you join my case study sprint group that right will get you a multiple time return on your investment, or maybe you sign up for the S7 business builders, right? The, the, the big conglomerate, the thing that's going to move you forward faster than anything else that I can find anywhere. Maybe just listen to the content and check in from time to time. I'm good with whatever your answer is. Because behind the scenes, it's always going to revert to the same thing. For you to say that you have this all figured out and you're going to be able to pull it off by yourself it's just the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. And it's not dumb because you can't do it. It's dumb because why would you want to? You say, well, Ryan, like I, you don't get it. I don't have the money for things like this. My business is strapped. I had this exact conversation with a brilliant entrepreneur two weeks ago. This is a man I respect incredibly. I have known him now for the better part of a year. We followed each other on social media. We've had conversations. He's been a part of some trainings. And he says to me, look, over the past 8 to 10 years, I've been working on this business, and we're at this point in which right, I bought out partners and things have restructured, and I'm really, I'm figuring it out now. Man, that's awesome. Congratulations. I'm legitimately happy for you. Because, yeah, you know, as I'm doing this, and we're diving into the business, okay, where, where's your revenue? Right? And he tells me his revenue. I said, well, where, where's your expense? And he tells me his expense. I'm like, huh, not a whole lot left. He goes, no, it's been a long time. We're operating literally like right at break even or a little bit in the red. Yikes. Okay. All right. Well, that happens, right? What's, what's the plan to work through it? Right. And I'm offering the opportunity for him to step into some sort of an agreement with me. I have no problem sharing that with you. And he sleeps on it. He takes two or three, four days. And he messaged me and says, look, I've decided at this point, I'm going to go at it solo. Oh, brilliant. Good for you. Like, literally, that doesn't bother me at all. I, I'm happy for him. But I feel compelled in that moment to ask him, well, okay, so this hasn't worked the right way for the past eight years. You haven't really gotten super far ahead with this. What is going to be different? What are you going to do that's different to get you a different result? And I would be lying to say that I remember his exact answer. Whatever he said, it made perfect sense to me. None of this is a, is a mindset or to, to bad mouth or bash this individual. But to say, look, Let's say there's a program. My program does not cost anywhere near this much money. But let's say there's something that costs ten grand, and you have a business that's capable of making an extra hundred thousand dollars a month. But you don't have ten grand liquid right now. You don't have it sitting around. 
You don't have 10 grand on credit cards. Everything's maxed out. You've went for broke and you're literally broke, right? My hands weighs, raised way in the air. I understand that better than anybody. So what do you do? Well, the answer is you figure it out, right? You, you figure out how to rationalize and justify one of two things. You rationalize or justify the fact you're going to stay exactly where you're at and hopefully you're going to figure out how to get through it or you rationalize and justify finding money for the investment that has guaranteed results proven or proven results guaranteed. I you want to look at that. That's it. Those are the only two paths to go down. And anything else is a lie. But as you're stuck in your business, look at it a couple ways. One, are you, are you giving it away? Are you offering people quality advice with no strings attached? Or are you so afraid that if you give something away, no one's going to want to work with you? And two, are you playing solo? Or do you have someone in your corner that's your mentor that has achieved a level of success that you're striving for? I don't care if it's a coach, a mentor, a consultant. It could be someone in a peer group. I don't care who it is. But don't kid yourself in thinking that you're going to magically figure something out you haven't figured out before. It's just not going to happen. And if you do figure it out, implementation is going to be a painful, painful process. I'm sure all this from this incredible place of love for you at the fact that all these scarcity mindsets, right, of giving away information and also not wanting to invest in your own success is crazy. I'll share one more thing that just popped in my head. I can't help it. I'm on a little bit of a tangent today. So I follow this man on social media. Tons of respect for this guy as well. I believe at one point or another, he was one of Grant Cardone's top salespeople. For whatever the reason, one thing led to another, left Grant Cardone's organization, went out on his own. He's had some peaks and valleys, some ups and downs, some lefts and rights. I love it. Right? I mean, that's part of entrepreneurism. And he, much like myself, is a car guy. He loves cars. And literally right before I recorded this episode, I was watching, he'd share something on Facebook that the 9-11 that he was driving was impeding his growth because, right, the payment could be used to invest in so many other things. Marketing, advertising, personal development. And that he was going to trade in his 9-11. I'm thinking, man, this is awesome. So he... A brilliant post for clickbait. He's like, okay, well, comment below with what you think I got. My answer to him was, I certainly hope that you got the least expensive car that you can possibly stand and you paid for it in cash if you're really worried about leveraging into your business for growth. His answer was, nope, not what I did. And I respond back with, I'm super confused. Right? There's got to be something I'm missing because I've been in this position before. So what did you do? All right, and then he sends a link to a YouTube video in which he shares what he what he purchased, which is a you know, 2019 Porsche of some sort, SUV. I'm not knocking him for the decision that he made. I, I love the fact of how he approached the marketing to get me to fall along this path. But I'm saying one of two things had to not be true. One, he didn't really give a shit about the fact of how much money he's spending on a car payment. Had to not matter. All that was nonsense. Or two, he justified away a really piss poor decision. Because right, your average $80,000 car is about a $1,600 a month car payment, plus or minus, give or take. Now, right, that's certainly not for everybody. 
And maybe 16 is too high. Maybe it's a little bit less. Doesn't really much matter. Nonetheless, it's a big payment. And if your thing is really the payment and the size of the payment, it's all right to suck it up, buttercup. Go out and find yourself, right? I'm, I'm good with this stuff now. Hop on Facebook Marketplace, find yourself a five or $6,000 car you pay cash for and invest the rest of the cash you're making on payments into the growth of your business until none of this stuff matters anymore. Right, so you can go out and write a check for the card that you want. But that's a different version of me that existed five years ago or six years ago or 10 years ago. I share all this because it's this really, right, that was just one of those things that stuck in my side with like, man, this is brilliant in the marketing, brilliant in getting me to follow along in this journey. Piss poor in the message it shares with people. Right, if you're, I love that people call cars assets. If you're making a car payment and your car doesn't have a warranty, I don't even care if it does really. It's not an asset, it's a liability. It only can depreciate. Almost no car appreciates. A scratch, a ding, a dent, gonna drop the value. Mechanical failures, gonna drop the value. You have a depreciating liability on your hands. So what are you gonna do about it? You stave off the chance to have the liability bite you in the rear end by doing things in a different way. Right? We, there's nothing wrong with having a nice car. But if you're making a payment on it because you feel like you need to, it's an inverted process. Immaturely so. Maybe that's some of my scarcity is still coming out. Don't know. I shared with you last week, I hit a certain sales number in the business and I'm buying the car of my dreams. So, to each their own, I suppose. Speaking of each their own, would love for you to take a look at OptimizePeptides.com. Optimized Peptides is my go-to provider for all research chemicals and specifically nootropics. Right, their Selenac and Cellmax, in addition to Nuopep, is one of my staples every morning to make sure that my brain is firing at maximum capacity. I oftentimes get asked, how do you remember all the things you remember? How do you do all the things you get done in a day? They're one of my big secrets. One of my big aces in the hole is OptimizePeptides.com. Another ace in my hole is it comes to the psychological side of things, right? And really diving into psychology and how I think internally, speak to myself and my brain, has come from the Human Potential Institute. Right? The Human Potential Institute, led by Dr. Mark Atkinson, has a phenomenal program that has just launched that is all about progressing you forward as a psychological specialist. The psychological specialist is an eight to nine week course that is digital. It's much quicker and much less expensive than the overall Human Potential Institute training. And by all means, I'm gonna encourage you to take a look at it. That's humanpotentialinstitute.com forward slash optimize, humanpotentialinstitute forward, humanpotentialinstitute.com forward slash optimize is my link and it will get you to the right place at the right time so you can get some more information. With that, I think it's a good place to stop. I've been a little bit of a rambling, incoherent message today, but nonetheless, there are pieces and parts that can be great takeaways. Get out of the scarcity mindset. Get dialed into exactly the pain points of your customer. Give them what they want. Sell them what they need. Help them progress forward. I'm Ryan Adele, wishing you truly unlimited success.